really glad that you went with my recommendation. Art wanted to start this episode off with Bones, Thugs, and Harmony. Oh, don't worry. That'll probably drop somewhere on this. <laughs> but this is so much more fitting if we're talking about the great beyond, aren't we? Are you serious? That's what fucking Crossroads is all about. Until the judgment comes, until the judgment comes, I'll see you at the crossroads. Oh, come on. Have you never but, seen the fucking video? But this song has cowbell. <sighs> Go ahead, just say something, Joe. Okay, go ahead, Joe. What are we doing? Unfortunately for Art, uh, I survived my first jujitsu tournament. Ah, so I, boring! And oh. so I am back. I am not dead, although we, will be talking, <laughs> although we will be talking about death this episode. So that's something. But yeah, I, I, I did pretty okay. Uh, my first competitive match of all time went 20 minutes. Um, I did lose. Don't forget to talk about how you you got your participation award too. I really did. I I, <laughs> I really did. So, uh, in the no, so I did not medal in the gi bracket. And uh, in, in the no gi bracket, I did medal. I, I won a bronze, and I use one in in quotation marks because it was a, a three men a three man bracket. So, <laughs> so it's almost like what you were saying before we when we recorded the day before. How you're like, well, there's nobody else in my bracket, so maybe I'll be the only one standing up on the podium. Well, <laughs> it looks like two other fellas joined you. Well, so. actually, it it was two other younger gentlemen. And, and it was interesting. It it shows you it really is a young man's game because they put me in a bracket with two men who were about 10 years younger than myself. And these two men were also in a bracket with another man or two who were also 10 years, that was also 10 years younger than them. And he beat them. And they in mm -hmm. turn beat me. So so it's a young man's game. But uh yeah, but I did medal. I'm not dead, and that is uh I guess a wonderful thing. Although perhaps it won't be by the time we get done talking, uh talking about death this episode. Hi, this is Lex. Mm -hmm. You are tired of hearing me talk about BBJ already, I'm sure. Uh, but uh I am joined as always by my compatriot Art. How goes it this evening, Art? Oh, it's it's uh it's fine. I mean, you know, to talk about a show, you know, about death, uh, you know, why not? I'm, I'm, I'm ready to throw down. And the week of Thanksgiving as well. Isn't this joyous? Oh, of course. <laughs> well, you know, Thanksgiving is a notoriously lethal holiday, at least for a lot of uh, ground, ground bearing fowl. I can't talk today. And we are also joined by someone who helped us class join up. Kelly, how goes it? Uh, it's going okay. How are you guys? How was the Halloween episode? She's not showing her boobs this episode. <laughs> Kelly always shows her boobs. You just have to know where to look. <laughs> it's always upper boob or under boob, but it's there. What about Art? side boob? That's the best boob. Yeah, but Art? you're always facing forward. So aren't you know. aren't we aren't we technically the boobs this episode what oh wrong one <laughs> there it is <laughs> oh, have right. you not figured out those buttons by He's now crazy. this is season three look this keyboard is small and my fingers are fat so <laughs> okay what am i gonna do so that's life 
so I wasn't drinking last episode for obvious reasons. I am drinking this evening. Uh, I, I and I I brought with me a pretty, pretty big Jack and Coke. So uh, I'm back to my mixed drinks here. Kelly, what do you have tonight? I have a gin and tonic that uh, I made a little too flowery. Flowery. I can't talk drinking. Wow. Um, because I have elder flower tonic. <laughs> and you are in doubt. I'm uh, back to my Lagavulin, my eight-year special release. I'm working my way through that bottle. Some of the tastiest ninety dollars you could spend. Sorry, eighty dollars. <laughs> mm, very nice. Yep. All right. So death. Um, this idea came to me because we well, <laughs> well we're starting to run out of ideas, aren't we? Um, <laughs> and then you know, it, perhaps this will lead to to the death of the podcast who knows although now we are kicking at what uh, this episode 125 i think <laughs> you you mfers can't kill us That's right. uh, <laughs> challenge accepted hello darkness my old friend i don't know what song that is it's the one that everybody <laughs> always hears for death dun, dun, dun. Oh, that one. all right so, Which for anybody, if you did not know what that riff is, it's from Chopin, and it's March Funebre, whatever the fuck. It's a I thought it was March. the sound of silence at first. No, it's not the sound of silence. You wanna, <laughs> you wanna hear the sound of silence? I'll get you some sound of silence. There we go. Hello, darkness. All right, so, so, so speaking of darkness, okay, let's you know, let's just get the big, the big topic here out of the way are you personally scared of death just going to be brutally honest um it's uh it's it's something that we're all going to encounter i'm i, I mean some people uh some people have had their heads chopped off like ted williams right who had who had his head frozen for a while by his son and in fact it might still be frozen as far as i know i, I thought that was walt disney no <laughs> I don't know. rumors but i don't i i don't believe that one is true but i believe that the story about ted williams is true but no you know seriously are you afraid and it's you know art will probably call bullshit here because he, <laughs> because he's known me a long time and uh -huh. known, um, and known when i've gone through various periods of my life where i was uh, a bit of a hypochondriac uh, but the older I get, uh, so I'm, I'm afraid of wasting away. You know what I mean? Being in like a stupor for, you know, weeks of months, if not years, you, you know, dying of something, you know, I, I would kind much... of already in that Joe, I see you <laughs> to say I... that your everyday existence <laughs> isn't a lumbering stupor is just audacious. <laughs> I but but the older I get I'm just it's like okay you gotta go sometime I mean it's like you know my thing is I, I don't want to waste away I don't want to you know I, I don't want to be stricken by something that's just going to drag the process out for for ages you know what I mean but it's like you know it's not like I'm it's not like I'm hoping I drop dead next week but it's like you know when it happens it happens and it's and so I I'm not really afraid per se, you know, I'm more afraid of like, you know, my loved ones going before I do, you know, because I want to be the person who, because that's something I feel like I couldn't live with. Because you don't want to mourn. You want to I be the cause of sadness, not the one <laughs> exactly, dealing with exactly, the sadness. Yeah. Oh, it, it, my goodness. Um, I'm a sweetheart that way. What can you say? But no, that's, I, that's you know, true. 
but but I don't you know it's it's something I'm not really scared of now I just don't you know I don't like the idea again of being you know living with tubes stuck in me and shit like that I just you know would would want to get it to fuck over with but as far as <laughs> eternity goes bring it that's what I gotta say I like uh, you are you're I like your visual hearts and eyeless go go ahead right that's right (laughs) i uh yep i um i feel like (laughs) it was a uh very big uh it had been a big fear of mine as i was a kid because i was just fucking wackadoo and it was for but then it would you know it went away once i got to college because college is the primary time in which you behave the most recklessly without any concern concept or regard for yourself and the finality of actions um and then after i got out of college then the fear came back but as i've gotten older i will say very much like you um that the over i mean there's still like look i don't want to die i understand i'm going to and i have to but the reality of it is becoming more pragmatic as i get older and it's especially because there were things i wanted to do before I die, and I'm not saying like a bucket list, like, oh, I want to go to, to, I don't know, Cuba or want to scale Everest. It's more like, I just wanted to have a kid, wanted to have a family. Okay. Got that. You know, it's like little things like the things like that. And I'm like, okay, so the more things I take off the table of, of desire and they come true, then I'm like, oh, all right, I guess I'm, I'm I'm good. You know, if I kick it, it would be a, it'll be a shame. But you know, there's something tangible out in the universe that I've left. You know, made a couple creations that are out there, and thankfully, the internet remembers forever, for better or for worse. So, movies, podcasts, little articles of creativity will still flutter somewhere in the ether. And there's now genetic material out there, and there's people who remember me, at least for a generation, hopefully. <laughs> And then, so again, I'm not in a rush, but as I get older, I, I get more okay with the reality that this is a thing. So, yeah. You know, they say they stuck a bunch of monkeys in a room with a bunch of typewriters and they had like an, an infinite amount of time. They, they could pound out the works of Shakespeare. They, they, they say that, but I'm not, I don't, I don't believe it. No. I'm I mean, sure. that is just like a statistical, such a profound statistical improbability. Perhaps if you stuck monkeys in a room for a millennia, and I'm talking about like a thousand monkeys, <laughs> then maybe you might get close to that percentage chance. But you know, well, I, I was just going to say that perhaps they could also, you know, if you gave them a video camera, they could also produce a money shot. That's very true. That's very true. <laughs> uh, you could almost argue that a bunch of numbskull monkeys did produce and create a movie like that. So, yeah. So there's that. But uh let's really ask the our, our guest of the hour. So, how do you sit with death, Miss Kelly? Um it's not something I've really ever dwelled on very much. I'm not I'm definitely not afraid of dying. Um I just however I go, I just don't want it to hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like you're in a car accident and you're laying there in pain and then you die. Like I don't want that to happen. I'm not afraid of dying per se, um because, you know, once I'm dead. I'm not probably even going to know that I died. Um, But I don't, I guess that I've never really dwelled on it that much. Now I, I will say 
I have lived a very full life at, you know, my young age, young ish age. So, um, and hopefully I've, you know, loved enough, you know, enough people, you know, made an impact on at least a couple people left the world a little bit better. Um, but if, you know, it's my time to go, you know, soon or whatever, I have a clear conscience to do it with, you know, I'm not, I mean, yes, there's, I'm somebody who has a, a, a huge, um, love of multiple things. I love, I have a lot of hobbies, so there are still things that I have not been able to do, but I have been able to do quite a bit already. So yeah, I mean, I've tried to make the most of the life I've had lived so far. So in terms of dying, no, I'm not really afraid of it. Look at that. So it. we're all brave. Well, so we say right now until, <laughs> un, until I actually get diagnosed with something. Then I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, you're gonna get, oh, no, it'll be the Garrig again, buddy. Oh, geez. Oh, no. How many times have you dealt with the Garrig in your lifetime? <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, I, I always, you know, one of my favorite lines from the Harry Potter films was, you know, the very last film um and i think this line might have been in the book as well but it's when you know harry is when harry is about to quote unquote die and he sees you know his parents and uh lupin and sirius black and such and he dies and i think spoiler alert hold on where is it spoiler alert there you go (laughs) and i think the line he says is like does it hurt and lupin um says you know it's quicker and easier than falling asleep and like you know that's always stuck with me and it's like you know that's be good if that's it's you know be good if that were the case um you know counter to that it makes me think of the prestige where they ask well what's it like to drown and they say well it's just like falling asleep and then later on in the movie it says <laughs> you know remember what i told you it's like falling asleep i lied it's worse it's so so much worse <laughs> That's probably what the reality is. Like somebody be like, yeah, it's actually not like falling asleep pretty quickly. Oh. It's agonizing and terrible. God, drowning would be so terrible. Ugh. It would be pretty terrible. Ooh, that's a good topic right there. I'll just pick that one up right there. Oh. How would you really, really, really hate to die? So I thought we've talked about this once before. I don't know. I don't think so. I think, no, we talked about how could you go, how would you like to go out? And okay. that's like when mm. Al talked about being snapped by Thanos and then having a hooker snort his ashes off another hooker's ass or something. Does that sound familiar? It might have been. But yeah, but you, but, you drink too but, much. But you go first, Art. Go ahead. How would you hate uh, to be? I would I would hate to um I would hate to be caught in some sort of fire, but not die from the fire like get really 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 hurt one of those people who ends up with third degree burns over 60 70 percent of your body where i'm just stuck because because i understand like i've had with my back issues some profound nerve pain and nerve pain is really fucking bad but from what i understand there's no pain worse than having your skin burnt off like burn wounds are are fucking the worst i hear so Mm -hmm. having that all over and just knowing that there's not much you can do and then you're just sort of on the way out you know like so essentially just being in utter 
skin agony for for days if not weeks before just my body gives out that would that would be pretty fucking terrible yeah burning is burning has always been at like the top of my list because it it sounds like it's so horrible but (laughs) the only thing i can say as far as uh, you know and you know it's not much obviously but i mean it's you know they they do say that after kind of after your skin gets burned that you stop feeling it basically just because all the nerve endings are gone or something along those lines you probably go into hella crazy shock too so yeah Yeah. yeah, exactly so you stop feeling it but but i would think for that for however long it is yeah that would be just just yeah get the worst thing in the world i there are so many terrible ways to die like i hate to say this but i always but I always think back to to the poor people on September 11th, you know, s- stuck in the oh, World no. Trade Center and, you know, having that choice between because I'm terrified of heights. So, oh. you know, you have that choice of being burned to death or jumping to your death. And like those two things, you know, that that just makes me so queasy, you know, just because those are two of my biggest fears are one being burned and and two, you know, heights and, you know, just that whole idea of being weightless and you know i can't even think about you know jumping out of an airplane with a you know with <laughs> somebody who's like you know who is you know and then i realized they make you jump with somebody who knows what they're doing but i mean it's there are so many shitty ways to die which again brings me back to like my first topic about like you know I- i'm not really scared of dying but i'm scared of the process of how it gets there yeah exactly <laughs> it's it's uh the the journey of pain here, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well didn't they say that those that chose to jump out the window on september 11th that most it's a probability that they could have had a heart attack on the way down i would certainly hope so probably yeah, yeah. But I mean, so, also, I mean, it's that, over pretty fast height, when you hit the you know, pavement. Yeah. See, that's that's the unfortunate thing that's really kind of gnarly about this is um, mm-hmm. it, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of ways where you'd expect that people could die and it'll be OK. But then there's times where you're like, I really thought that would have killed somebody, but it didn't. No. Um, mm-hmm. And there's there's far too many videos on the Web that are very much at the ease of your fingertips. And uh exemplify that just because it you said it it brought to mind i remember somebody showed me a video of this dude who uh was apparently broken hearted i think this is in india or something uh because his girlfriend left him so he climbed one of those radio towers or electrical towers you know where they have the, the lines running so it was probably like i don't know it looked like it was 10 stories nine stories up or whatever maybe maybe it was only seven or eight but he jumped and he hit the ground bounced came back down then people ran over to check on him he was still alive, mm. oh, not in good shape, not in good shape, mm. but he was still alive. And I'm thinking that's pretty fucking terrible. You know, when you try bad. to commit suicide and it doesn't work. Yeah. 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 So I'm like also worried. And, 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 and I realized that Kelly still, still has to give her answers. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I'll be quick with this Kelly, but it's like, you know, it's like, I'm also scared of like dying in like a super embarrassing way. So that like, you know, let's, you know, I realize that they say everybody kind of, you know, evacuates their bowels when they die. But like, you know, what if I did it in like the middle of a city street or something like that? And, you know, that's and, why they say wear clean underwear. <laughs> like everybody has, you know, everybody has their cell phones nowadays and people are stupid. So they would just be, you know, watching me with shit running out of my trousers and, and like everything else. So it'd be, that'd be kind of 
But I guess if I, I don't know why you're playing that music, <laughs> but it's a, it's not two girls won't come. Thank you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but, <laughs> more, this is probably more appropriate. Yeah, that is more appropriate. <laughs> but I guess well, if I, I hope they would be help. I mean, trying to help you. No, they'd be end. busy watching Joe just convulse and poop everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it was sort of like uh, it's sort of like did anybody ever see the movie the um, Jesus Christ is it called the, the bridesmaids? Oh no, no, the counselor where Brad Pitt gets that that uh, zip tie put around his neck. That's it's like essentially a metal wire with a tightening mechanism behind it, and mm. it's in a busy city street, and there's nothing he can do, and he knows it. And he just sits down, and as it's slowly tightening around his neck, he knows where it's going to go. And just people just sort of watch, and there's nothing anybody does. I forget what the it's name. Gnarly, of... by the way, it's it's a hell of a hell of a That's visual effect. Terrible. I forget it's pretty what fucking name. awful. I forget what the name of it was, and I'm not even sure if it was. If this is just if this was actually ever used, or if it was an urban legend or not. But there was a a way of they claim a way of killing people. You know, way back when, where they would like tie you to like a boat and leave your skin have you heard about this art and leave your skin completely exposed and feed you laxatives and shit like that so that you would shit all over yourself and then the bugs would come and eat you alive over like days or weeks or yeah I, I could i believe that i mean there's there's plenty of different things that's and a pretty shitty way to go too you know it's pretty you know, bad anything where you are anything where you will you are left to the elements and nature is pretty bad suffering yeah. just in general That's yeah i mean if we wanted to we could really go down that road of like you know the archaic medieval torture <laughs> slash humans, <laughs> humans are so barbaric towards each other and like how can i inflict the most pain on my enemy i mean yeah see some that's of the things other... i've seen Ooh. oh that's the other thing that that gets me is like if you i wouldn't tell you to go but if I you love ever... how we're still playing Betty Hill in the background. I know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you ever, if you ever read the descriptions or transcripts of any of the cartel killing videos that are out there, those oh, yeah. are just fucking gnarly. Because I've never read the description; I've just watched the video. Why Jesus. would you watch that? A morbid curiosity. curiosity. Yeah. But it's just fucking gnarly. I mean, here, you know what? Do yourself a favor, audience. Don't look for the video. I'm telling you, this is my warning right now. Do not look for the video. Just read the description of Funky Town. That's all I'm going to say. And you will not sleep. So, Wow. But that's a thing where I'm like, that's actually a, a terrible way to go because that guy was not dead by the end of that one. And that's pretty fucking terrible. So, so yeah. Kelly, what's the worst way to die, do you think? I'm sorry. We've taken up a lot of time here. Go ahead, kill, kill us with your with your dazzling answer, Kelly. Sure. Uh, well, I would definitely not want to drown, um, and I definitely do not want to be buried alive. Oh, that would be terrible too. Or like suffocating, right? Um, but I think it would be very. It would be a hard way to to die um, if you if it's and you're in a situation where you have to make the choice to end your life because something like say you are say your car you know drives off a bridge and you are it, it you can't get free yourself from your car and the water's coming in and you it fills up and there's no help and you can't free yourself so you have to make that choice of just 
inhale the water and drown your I mean, you know, so like making those life ending choices, I think would be really terrifying. Well, I'm now, also I mean, wondering I, how much I, of that's, that's a choice, you know, it's like, if you're there, well, it's, it's like, inevitable, you're, you're, right? Yeah, your body just will give up because there's like the, you know, there's the, it's not true to say lizard brain, but it's just fun to say, but the lizard brain part of you won't realize or pay attention to the fact there's water around and will say, nope, time to take a breath, even though you, there is no air, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I would really hate to drown um, or be buried alive. That's why I'm like, make sure I like triple, quadruple check I'm dead before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to pull one of those little buried. bell cords? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Nice. So, there you go. Speaking of that whole debate about choosing and whatnot, and I realize it's probably getting into a, a deep topic here, although, I, you know, we're talking about death to begin with. So, so I guess uh-huh. there's some some goofy shit and and thanks art i did just google funky town and i was reading the urban dictionary and i happened to click on the google images tab and yeah yeah that's a good time thank you so much uh, <laughs> well, you could always search you could always search reddit's uh not safe for life forum and that's where you'll find all those fun terrible videos yeah good times um so my question does have to do, uh, you know, speaking of, of making the choice to end your life and all, where do you all fall? On, <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe I'm bringing up such a heavy topic here, but where do you all fall on the uh, euthanasia debate? Because, you know, a lot of countries. I don't all... know any kids in Asia. <laughs> hey. Way no, to lighten because, it up, Art. Yeah, you know. A lot of a lot of countries are kind of and i think there might be some states as well you know or like you know hey you know if you really are suffering we can go ahead and oregon's one of them i know i think i think it was oregon yeah i think even california has a right to a right to what's the phrase for it it's damn it i forgot what the phrase is but i think california is one of those now too i think so too my my whole thing is that you know I think people do have that choice because, you know, you know, who, who am I to tell someone that they have to suffer, but it, I, yeah. and this is where I guess it gets a little bit difficult for me because I remember re you know, watching, I think it was on vice a few years ago, a video about a woman. I, I think she was over in the Netherlands or something like that, who that you know, you know, it, it, she was talking so nonchalantly about it, but she was like, "Yeah, like, oh, you know, this is my house. Here's my living room. Oh, and between these two bookcases is where my coffin will be tomorrow, and I'll be laying between." I'm like, "Oh, you know, I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is terrible. She must be dying of blah 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 or blah blah." blah. But no, she was just super depressed, mm-hmm. and so in the Netherlands or wherever it was, you know, I, I don't want to say it's the Netherlands if it's not the case, but it was in Europe. But they were like, you know, hey, it's a Nordic you, country that's cold they, and prone to depression. Yeah, if you suffer from depression, you can go to your psychiatrist and they say, yeah, yeah, you can, you know, you know, we can medically assist you with killing yourself. And that's what they did. And, you know, the episode ended with with her getting like, you know, the the stuff. And then, you know, next thing you know, is they don't show her laying there, but they show her coffin laying, <laughs> laying there between her two bookcases. And I'm like, and it. You know, and, and, and I think to myself that like it's and I think I actually disagreed with, with my wife on this point because she kind of saw it from from her perspective. And I'm not 
I'm not saying that depression is not a major issue, obviously, because, you know, Lord knows I, you, you know, I go to counseling, you know, I know I'm not the only person who goes to counseling and, you know, there's a lot of people who, who do go that route, but I, I, I think it's one thing to be dying of a major illness and to choose something like that. It's another thing to put, I feel it's different to put that on somebody if you're dealing with a mental illness. And I don't know if that's the most PC way of saying this or not, but I feel it's more like, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to people who have mental, you know, who have mental impairments, you know, whether it be depression, anxiety, <laughs> he's crazy. <laughs> whatever it might be but it's like i do worry about putting that strain on like the healthcare system or whoever it is who's administering the the whatever it is for somebody to take their own life to say like oh this person is super depressed and so now you're going to help them kill themselves that's to me a little bit so i agree with it to an extent but there's... are you saying are you saying the reason why if somebody who's just has a mental impairment and they make that choice. Are you saying that it's not necessarily in their best interest because of their mental illness to be making that decision? Are you saying not, that you know, they aren't have the capacity to make that decision for themselves? So, so I'm saying more that I'm not. I'm, I'm I'm trying to think about the best way to to word this because I'm not trying to be disrespectful here, obviously, but. I think it's one thing for them to take their own life. It's another thing for them to also have someone assist them with it and i don't know if that makes like you know it, it's like you know it's one thing of a person to me this is just me speaking and you know and you know, i'm speaking to our 10 listeners right now who are probably <laughs> writing me hate emails but <laughs> yes <laughs> pixie stick wang at gmail.com but it's, it's to me it's one thing of a person's dying of a disease that is incurable and that's not to say that depression is something you can cure but it's another thing to like say like oh you know you're going to come in here and help this person take their own life who's dealing with depression that to me feels i don't know how i feel about people assisting with that if that makes sense you know well let's let's play some devil's advocacy here and let's just sort of do a, a a little role play or just a thought exercise so suppose that the person that you're discussing here is somebody like Robin Williams who took their life because of profound depression and chronic depression for a long period of time. So how would that be? But he had an illness as well. But that illness informed the depression. I think he, what was it Parkinson's or was some other illness? I forgot what it was. I think so. But it wasn't, the illness was just affecting his ability to do what he loved and what he was passionate about. But but Robin Williams also took his own life. I know. So that's what I'm saying is if he had the option, but he didn't or he just didn't look for it. I don't but know. I'm how saying like that. that kind of person who would have, you know, I mean, how would that I play can't out? Say how I would feel about that, because it's like, you know, like I can't say with capital punishment how I feel about somebody being the one who has to pull the switch. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, I it's a weird area to me that I'm not sure how I should feel because, you know, I am typically not one of those black or white people like, like, you know, I, I see the gray area a lot and it's like, you know, I don't know how I, it's like, I I think that's the thing about it is, and you know, this, you know, I I don't know, maybe this is venturing into the, the black or white or all or nothing sort of thing, but 
I think that when it comes to agency over one's body and existence, then they think there are that it's either you give them the license to honor and choose what they want with that, or you don't. Like you can't start putting down a checklist of, well, we understand that you're in pain, but is your pain measurably worse than this other person with this disease? That you know, it's like where does the where does that the bureaucracy end? Like, for example, we're saying that illnesses such as you know cancer or like you know the the big Alzheimer's. ones that we know or AS not ASL ALS um, <laughs> those all end poorly. Deaf people. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry about that to all of our deaf listeners. Um, that was that was. Hold on. Wait a minute. Nope. Damn it. God, God damn it. (laughs) Whatever. So where is the line then to say like, you know, how is it okay for them where, you know, their death might come between anywhere from six months to two years from this time. And it could be painful to somebody who has a more slow moving, moving, you know, maybe it's Parkinson's or something else or a dementia or Alzheimer's where it will take them. But in an indeterminate, like, so, you know, that's the thing is like, who do we assign to determine that? I think then you either say, hey, nobody gets help and nobody gets to choose. And that's just, that just evens the playing field. Or it's like, well, you know, it's your life. You want to do it. But then again, now we're venturing really again back into the politics thing. But then again, here in America, we really, we really like to itemize our our liberties and our choices based Mm -hmm. off of what we consider to be normal or under acceptable parameters so i don't know it that's but a, it's then where a does it end but then where does it end because i know well, the, well hey what, the what harm does it that's cause anybody if you gave people the right to be like here's the thing okay i'm just gonna put it this way it's gonna be very blunt and i apologize if you want to die you can fucking die nobody's stopping you the difference mm-hmm. is can you do it cleanly or with dignity you know like you can outlaw it. And right now, physician-assisted suicide is legal in 11 jurisdictions in, in the United States. Mm-hmm. So that means in another 39 con- uh, states, if you if you want to go out, then you're going to have to do it yourself without any support. So it's sort of like, you know, it's it's one of those things like it's good. It, people can do it if they want to. There's nothing stopping them. So why not? Do you want them just- to be alone when they do it? Yeah, just help do them you, move or along, do they, if they if they plan for it, they can say goodbye to their loved ones. They can get all their, you know, they can, I don't say get all their affairs in order, but, um, you know, it would be if that person has family, that would be a family decision then as well. Um, versus, I mean, I had, you know, a close friend just commit suicide a few months ago and she's tried multiple times. She was almost successful in February. And that's because she has suffered from mental illness for many, 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 many years. And she, you know, when it didn't work in February, she, we thought she had a change of heart. She said, maybe I am supposed to be here. Well, in September, she tried it again. Now, the family and friends, if she had discussed it with us, you know, that's her choice. That is her choice. I bet you feel like a real dick now, don't you, Joe? (laughs) He's allowed to have his opinions. We're in America. Back to uh, jujitsu. Uh, <laughs> no, no, seriously though, I'm I'm sorry for your loss, Kelly. Obviously. Oh well, thank you. Um, but y- y- you know, it wasn't a surprise to us that she tried again. Um, 
because she felt like that was a, that was her only way to be free or happy of her mental anguish. When you see somebody who is suffering, you want to help them in any way possible. And if that if it is ending their life, that's their choice. It sucks all the way around. It's not a great yeah. it's not a great option, but some people, yes, they can be helped by therapy or by medication, but sometimes that's not enough. And if they feel they want to be on the other side, you have to let them make that choice. True. True that. You knew I was uh, messing with a hornet's nest here, but hey, I still I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I still went for it. What can I say, Art? <laughs> you, you, you sure did. Let's give Kelly a chance before we get to your favorite subtopic here. Oh, my here. God. I feel like we need a commercial break for something happy. Well, we just need a sponsor first. Herbal so tea, if you would like to, know, would you like to sponsor your NASA videos, perhaps? Or That would be lovely if NASA actually paid me, <laughs> which they don't. Uh, so, so my topic, um, have either of you had a near death experience mm. and what was it mm. while you two think about that? Mine was in college. I went to a Catholic college and we had, um, metal bunk beds in our rooms and a lot of the students would unbunk them and turn them, um, perpendicular to each other. So the bottom one was one way and the top one, you know, which had this high sides um you know that was in a different direction so my roommate and i decided to unbunk our beds one night mm -hmm. and two very small females trying to unbunk very large heavy steel beds um i wedged myself in between the wall and the bed and she was on she was standing in the middle of the room holding the other side of the bed so we had to both lift at the same time to pull the bed out of the bolts that held the whole thing together. But we didn't realize the bottom bunk bed is what kept the whole structure stable. Oh. So as soon as we lifted the bottom bunk bed out of the holes, the whole structure started to collapse. And I was trapped between the two metal beds, the wall, and I had no way to free myself. And that was... If that had come down on me, I would have been killed because that's a, you know, several hundred pound steel frame, you know, collapsing on top of me. And so um, I had this little tiny bookshelf that was made out of cardboard uh, at the foot of the bed. And that the whole entire structure rested on the corner of that cardboard shelf long enough for her to grab my arm and yank me from the the wreckage before it finally collapsed to the floor. It made such a huge noise that people came running into our room. I mean, it sounded like a bomb had gone off in our room. And I, to this day, I'm, that was a very scary, scary moment. Cause I was like, Oh mm. my God, I'm 18 <laughs> <laughs> doing stupid shit in college. And this is what happens. So yeah, that was yeah. mine. What about you, Art? I knew you I guess, almost drowned, didn't you? What's that? Didn't you almost drown? When I was like a little kid, but I don't remember that. Like, yeah, I fell off the pier and my dad jumped in after me. Oh, but wow. the one that does come to mind, the only thing, and it's one of those where you don't realize it till like way after or the next mm -hmm. day. Um, so I, when I was at college in the back half of my college career, I was living in this town home and we had a friend of ours who was a little transient at the time living in the basement with the laundry machines. And 
we uh, we did some drugs and I won't say what. And we <laughs> went and did a little photo shoot in the, the basement because he was a rapper and he wanted to do like album artwork. So we're doing a photo shoot and he had a shotgun and he was like, so we're doing like, you know, looking down the barrel photos and stuff like that. And we're both like out of our minds on whatever we were on and took some pictures and all that stuff. It was silly, you know, and then we went and drank and partied. Next day, he checked the fucking shotgun was loaded and the safety was not on. So I very well could have been turned into part of the wall plaster um, that that day. But luckily, damn, you know, he didn't uh, feel like pulling the trigger and being goofy. So that was that was one of those where you look back and like, wow, that was really fucking stupid. That was Mm -hmm. really, really stupid. So, dang. What about you, Lex? Other and and all of your OCD freakouts does not count. Because <laughs> otherwise, I, Joe definitely thought he was near death numerous times in high school. I did, I did. Um, I can't. There's nothing really I can think of off the top of my head, other than you know, just be, again, like Kelly being you know random shit in college, like you know, getting blackout drunk and throwing up in in my bed, but being smart enough to like you know laying on like my side or laying on like my belly or something just so i didn't choke on my vomit you know what i mean but there's Mm -hmm. nothing i'm trying to think i i you know i had hmm like i had pneumonia car accident no you you, you know i've been in like a few car accidents bear bear. (laughs) i know how much he loves the outdoors but uh I did fuck one, but no. Um, no, it's uh, you know, don't they call uh, don't they call big hairy gay men bears? Yes, that is a subsect of a of a body type. Correct. Why did I bring that up? I don't know. Probably because <laughs> it might be. Time That's how he wants for... to go. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Lex load. Oh, speaking of loads, guess what, everybody? The world has been dropping a lot of them because guess what happened this past week? In fact, just a few days ago, the global population hit 8 billion for the very first time. Really? That is, yep, you know, we're, I, I remember when it was like what five or six billion. Yeah, I think it was six billion growing up, and it's like wow, two billion. That's like a that was like a thirty percent increase over the matter of like what 15, 20 years. That's crazy. Something like thanks that. pandemic. And, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, <laughs> lots of boning. And I read something like you know in the year zero that there were only two hundred and some million people or something like that, and you know you know it's just grown exponentially over time. That being said, uh, getting to the whole disappointing thing, uh, fertility rates have leveled off to the point where you know there's not many kids nowadays. So they're actually you're actually going to start to see a decline over the next few decades. So this is. I think- I think makes within... sense. That is true. I actually did hear about that that we were surging in our population, and then we're going to hit a peak, and then I we're actually going to start seeing a decline. Billion. 
I think we're going to hit, hit a peak of 9 billion in 12 to 15 years. But then after that, it's going to slowly dwindle. And uh, well, if it doesn't, and you can rest assured that another pandemic is going to come around to wipe us out, you know, or at least wipe out a big portion because uh, it's, we are not meant to have good things. Uh, this cool is humanity. Story, bro. A, lot of, a lot of dumb Hi. shit happens. Uh, hey. Fortunately, um, as Kelly can tell you, we did have a rocket launch this past week, which will hopefully put man back on the moon in a few years. But, um, you know, no, knowing our luck, it'll probably, uh, you know, hit the moon and explode on impact. You know, in just a few years time, hit the moon, explode on impact and kill us all. And that's humanity. You, for you. you mean that? You mean that moonfall might become real? <laughs> Are you saying so the moon's going to hit us? What? What's going to crash on the moon? <laughs> I could fuck the perseverance. <laughs> oh, find that tailpipe, Joe. All right, great. I'd fuck Artemis. Good, good I'd job. fuck Artemis. Or moon freighter. Exactly. <laughs> Or art. I don't know why I said that. Not me. Back off, Kelly. He's mine. <laughs> you get your own, bitch. Fine, you can have him. Lex load. I'm a married man, Kelly. You can't say that. <laughs> yeah look he he knows where his bread's buttered so he's yeah mm-hmm. that's right yeah, there you go nice. ah good times oh wait you know what no i don't want to do this i want to do this instead because i said i would yeah this will well, be our well mary don't you tell mother not to well, it's carried instead. No, shut up. This is Bone Thugs. <laughs> so, we come to the end of another episode. Bring the sweet Ruining the song, Joe. Coming for to carry me home. God damn it, don't make me need you. <laughs> Sorry, it's the beginning of the video. He's busy carrying the soul away right now. And then we're going to get into the bone thugs. I didn't realize that this part was here. My bad. There we go. Okay. So, we've reached the end of the road. I guess that's another one we could have done was Boys and Men. End of the road or whatever, right? But that's more about the end of the relationship. I know, it's about the end of a relationship, but because you know, someone died you could have done the christmas shoes oh well see i never bought oh christmas shoes yeah <laughs> if we're gonna do christmas shoes we're gonna do pat and oswald's breakdown of christmas shoes because that is some of the funniest goddamn comedy <laughs> you'll ever hear in your life anyway so here we are we talked about death for far too long and that was fun wasn't it so thank you for coming along on that everybody yeah, well, you know, it's the one thing everybody has in common. We all die. Mm-hmm. We also all came out of a vagina, but we're not getting into that one. Maybe that'll be for another episode. Oh, not everybody did. Some people came out of a test tube. That's true, but how many are there, though? I want to know. Not that many. Yeah. Actually, no, that's also not true. Everybody came out of a uterus. You were either there pulled you from go. the uterus 
or you were sent down the, uh, out the, the emergency exit chute. What? You, you said everybody came out of a butt. I didn't say of a butt. I said the. Yes, you did. What? I said the uterus. No, or, but before that, you said a butt. I was saying butt as in like a grammatic is oh, like okay. something, something, butt, comma. Jesus Christ. I was very confused. <sighs> you know what? You know where we are. Just fucking send me an email. PixieStickWang at gmail.com. Send more pictures of boobs. Uh, Joe's always looking for, for some for some junk shots. He loves pictures. Boobies. No. He's the dick pic guy. I like the boobs. It's all good. So send us stuff. It'll be fun. And uh, yeah. I like gift cards. Send me a gift card. Oh, you can send Kelly a gift card to our to our email. Kelly... Excuse me. So, given that this is going to be airing on what's that, the twenty-first? Um, you have any videos or anything you need to promote? Uh, we just land. We just launched Artemis One. Um, you can find me at Hey Cosmic Kelly everywhere on socials. Yeah, that's it. All right, there we are, and uh, I think that's all we got, right, Joe? Yeah, perfect. BBJ. God damn it. <laughs> BBJ. Okay. Until we meet again, kids. Goodbye. God damn it. How many times? <laughs> I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the blues. I got the blues. I and you come in again. Again. Oh, that was disappointing. <laughs> oh, that was. Ugh. I want it to be over and done with. I do. I'm tired, boss. Tired of being on the road, lonely as a sparrow in the rain. I'm tired of never having me a buddy to be with, to tell me where we's going to, coming from, or why. Mostly I'm tired of people being ugly to each other. I'm tired of all the pain I feel in here in the world every day. There's too much of it. It's like pieces of glass in my head all the time. Can you understand? Okay. Rest in peace, John Coffey.